Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The opening verses of the 42nd Psalm read in language that has long expressed the passion of believers throughout the world. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? This whole psalm reads like the sob of a wounded heart. King David is shut out from the tabernacle of his God and the holy soil of his native land. In our mind's eye, we can see him sitting solitary yonder in the lonely wilderness, for apparently he was somewhere on the other side of Jordan in the mountains of Moab, with long, wistful gaze yearning across a narrow valley in the rushing stream that lay between him and the land of God's chosen people, and his eye resting perhaps on the mountaintop that looked down upon Jerusalem. In being unable to go to the house of worship, he felt shut out from a very important part of the presence of God. He found this depressing because he had built his life around the sacred tokens of God's presence. Of all the things from which persecution had deprived him, honor, rightful place in his calling, association with friends and family, the most painful was this separation from the beauty and blessings of public worship services conducted in the manner of the ancient commandments. And so he cried with a cry which never is in vain, my soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. If we take these verses in their original meaning, they express a universal craving of the human soul and spirit. The longing for the living God belongs to everyone. Thwarted, stifled, it still survives. If we remain unconscious of it, then it is our deepest misery. Recognized, yielded to, accepted, it is the foundation of our highest blessings. Filled to the full, it still survives, unsatisfied and expectant. For all souls upon earth, it is equally true that we thirst for God, for the living God, with only this difference, that to some the desire is misery and death, and to some the desire is life and holy blessing. This being true, at the deepest level, there are three possible aspects of this terrific yearning. There is an unconscious and unsatisfied longing after God, which we call the state of nature. Secondly, there is an imperfect longing after God, which is yet fully satisfied, which was David's condition, the state of grace. And finally, there is a perfect longing, perfectly satisfied, the state of glory, nature, religion upon earth, blessedness in heaven. In some ways, this text is the expression of them all. At least one proof of that truth is experience. All of human history is a long record of restless competitive seeking, enormous amounts of which have been directed toward believing in the supernatural, something larger than itself. What else, after all, is the meaning of the fact that all round about us, and we part of it, there is ceaseless, gigantic activity going on? The very fact that people work, the very fact of activity in the mind and life, noble as it is, and root of all that is good and beautiful as it is, is still the testimony of nature to this fact that any of us by ourselves are full of passionate longings of earnest desires of unsupplied wants. I thirst is the voice of the whole world. No one is made to be satisfied with himself. For the stilling of our own hearts, for the satisfying of our own nature, for the strengthening and joy of our being, we need to reach beyond ourselves to yearn towards something larger than ourselves. 
We are not independent, and the reality is our longing is not for anything inanimate. My soul thirsteth for the living God. Hearts want hearts. Jesus told us God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit. Well, man has a spirit, and man must have spirit to worship, to lean upon, to live by. Principles, causes, none of these are enough. We need something to love, something upon which it can lay our hand and which will grasp that hand in return. A living man needs a living God. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.